Do you hear that creepy voice? Recording in progress. <laughs> it's creepy. Exactly how people feel. Quality time is not looking at your phone while having a conversation. Hey, if you don't know by now, I'm Jeanette. I'm your host. Welcome to 2022. New intro, same great podcast. Hold on, we're coming at you. Welcome back. You're listening to another episode of To an Extent. You're listening to episode 14. L is for love languages. And in case we miss you, have a great Valentine's Day. Hey guys, welcome back. You're listening to another episode of To an Extent. I've got a familiar voice here for you. I've got Taylor. Say hi, Taylor. Hi, Taylor. <laughs> so we are talking... We're talking all things love languages. Okay, maybe not all things, but good good chunk okay. of things. Yeah, I'm going to scrape the surface here. And obviously, there's always more to dig into. But um, first things first, we should probably introduce what love languages are. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Dr. Gary Chapman is the man who brought up all these five long... There's five love languages. And basically, just, I don't know, you take the quiz and find out which of the five love languages describes you best it's pretty it's been around for a while 2007 is that right sound right to you it, yeah it's definitely been a while um and the love languages are are how you how you view love love is obviously love is all around us and depending on different different ways that you see or feel it depends on on how you best understand it and acknowledge it um so there's the five different ones and in no particular order, just the top of my head, um, there's quality time. So spending time with the someone you love, whether it's uh, a romantic relationship or just, you know, um, friendly or whatever, familial. Um, there's that. So there's quality time. Um, there's words of affirmation. So being able to speak um, love through, through words that you say and, and what you say to that person. Um, there's acts of service. So going out and putting, um, putting forth effort to do something, whether it's something big or something small, depending on the gesture can be an act of service. Um, there's giving gifts. Um, so whether receiving gifts, yep. Sorry, receiving gifts. So there's, um, could be a super expensive gift or it could be, you know, flowers from the side of the road, gifts, a gift's a gift. Um, given from one person to another. And then the last one is physical touch. Again, no particular order. Yeah. Uh, physical touch is exactly what it sounds. You know, a loving caress, a touch, a hug, a high five. I don't think a smack to the face counts as a love language, but maybe. <laughs> yeah. I love how the website puts it. Nothing speaks more deeply than appropriate physical touch. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, think a good way to start out would be to talk about our particular experiences with our love languages. Yes. We both took a, a refresher quiz. Yes. Yes. I even watched the little videos. So if you haven't been on the website, check out the, I don't even know what to call them. They're like, reminds me of the new Disney movie. Ron's gone wrong. They're little bots. <laughs> bots. They look like little bots and they're displaying your love language and the 
they don't talk. They don't use words. <laughs> so, and the, the, while this is not sponsored by love languages, um, definitely highly recommend it. I've, I know I've grown from it. So it's literally the number five love languages.com. And you can take the quiz. It's free. It's quick and easy. Yeah. But and apparently there's other quizzes. Yeah. There's all sorts of other quizzes. Yes, so I'm, you can start to learn lots about yourself. I'm noticing a trend here. The last, um, the next couple lineups of podcasts for us are going to be personality and, and these sort of quizzes, getting to know yourself better, getting yeah. to know you. Anywho. Um, so Dang it. my, my number one, which is not a surprise to me at all, quality time. Looking in the eyes, paying attention to you, um, no distractions. I, I really, I love the descriptions and all this. I think that's why I, ever since we first took our love language quiz, it has stuck with me and always. I maybe don't remember all five of them every time, but I am at least conscious of everything. And they're just the describing words of all of the different ones. It's exactly yeah. how people feel. Quality time is not looking at your phone while having a conversation, you know, in quotes. That's, that's a huge one. That's a huge yeah. one. And it doesn't even have to be, we don't have to be doing anything big. It can literally be just coexisting in the same room together and, you know, being able to have uninterrupted QT, some quality time. Yes. Yes. I, I remember a specific conversation you and I had, which you probably don't even remember, but it was exactly like without you knowing it, you were just speaking like what you love, you know, that's your love. And you, you were here, which it was recently. So, and you just said, well, let's just go, you know, and go do your laundry or whatever. And to me, it was like, it, that's not even my love language, but I knew because that you were saying that, like you were trying to show me love by doing that. And it was like, oh, that, you know, that really hit home because I oh. knew what love languages were. Yeah. And I think it definitely helps build any relationship to understand who has, has what side. So yeah, quality quality time is my number one. Yes. Uh, mine, I want to confirm that I don't mess this up. Yes. Is acts of service. So it used to not be that, which my number two is what it used to be, which is receiving gifts. But now it's acts of service, which maybe that has a little bit maybe to do with having three small children, you know, and feeling <laughs> like I never can keep up with the things that, <laughs> but acts of service is the one type of love that I'm just thinking about these little bot video. The mom bot is just following around these two little baby bots and they keep repeatedly doing the same thing, knocking over the lamp and kicking over this cushion and knocking their toys across the room. And she keeps repeatedly doing and picking up and, you know, and the husband is first try is to, I can't remember, blow her a kiss or something. And she's like, um, excuse you, don't even think about physically <laughs> touching me right now. And I can totally relate to that. Like, that is my life. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> Since that's his number one love language. <laughs> Go. So uh, you may, you brought up a good point too about uh, your love language has, has switched a little bit. Yes. And I definitely, I know mine has definitely changed over the last say 10 years or so. So mine used to be physical touch used to be my, my big one, but isn't that it, interesting? It is. It is. I don't know if that stand for you now. It is absolutely bottom. It's 3%, 3%. 
I am is, not the same Jeanette I used to be. No, which is totally different than what it used to be, like 0%. So, um, yeah, no. So it's definitely, it's got a time and place. I think part of it has to do with age um, and I think um, lifestyle and like who who you're around, what that looks like. And stage in life. Maybe yeah. when we were first married, mine was never physical touch. That's just not who I was, but you know, before I don't think it was dead last, like, which is also just happens to be my dead last as well, or no, it wasn't dead last anymore. It used to be. Yeah. It was second to last now. And I was actually boosted quite a bit this time. So it has changed a little bit with just life. And I don't know, maybe just the stage we're in postpartum, maybe <laughs> emotions. I don't know. And, and probably like for you, especially having kids, you know, priorities change. You have so- I'm sure you have so much to do that it's it's a never-ending battle of laundry and dishes and yep. trying to keep tiny humans and large humans alive at the same time. And I will say this too. I kind of wondered when I saw that, that it was boosted up a little bit. If, I don't know, maybe Gary Chapman, Dr. Gary Chapman could speak to this, but because my spouse's highest one is physical touch. You know, maybe I have adjusted or compromised or whatever internally to say, hey, I enjoy this because he enjoys it. So it's maybe coming up to meet him. I don't know, but I'd like to think that. That's that's not bad. Also, it could have something to do with your kid that just wants to come up and just give you a big old hug and lay on your lap and just snuggle. Yes. You're like, oh, my kid really does love me, even though he's just knocked over his entire bowl of um, Cheerios, goldfish. Yeah. Or Cheerios. We may have done that today. Yeah. Yeah. But so he then later did come up and even though I thought he was going for his brother's kiss, he gave me a big wet one and I love it. <laughs> you love it as yes. You were me. Not so much. I love, I love a good little kid hug, but few and far between. I'm good with that. <laughs> Makes me sound heartless, but I'm not, I promise. No. So my, I I would say the top two are usually the ones that everybody asks about, you know, two out of the five. Yeah. Um, Usually because I, again, I speaking just from my own experience and those people I know around me that like the one and two are usually fairly close as far as the, the two different. Mine is words of affirmation, speaking life into me or showing appreciation or whatever those, those small, not disingenuine, but just, you know, hey, I'm, I'm really proud of you or whatever the case may be. You know, you've done a great job or, you know, I really appreciate all you've done. Something specific. Yeah. Or even just to go out of their way to say, hey, I was thinking about you. How are you feeling today? Knowing maybe you had something going on today or whatever. Like that's, yeah, that's an example of that. So, yeah. And just that, that little bit of like, hey, I'm thinking about you and I'm putting words out there to, to let you know that, hey, I am thinking about you. The next best thing to quality time. If I can't spend time with you, at least let me know that you're thinking about me. Yes. And And that sounds a lot more. What? That sounds a little conceited. You're not spending time with me. At least think of me. No, it doesn't. Because that's just who we are. I, I sometimes, my second would be receiving gifts. And when we were first married, Ben, we were just young and I forgive him for this, but he, you know, thought me a little conceited or. High maintenance, maybe high maintenance is the better word because I always needed gifts. And I, it takes me some time sometimes to bring the words 
out the thoughts that are happening, the feelings that I'm having. It, they don't always come. And sometimes it's for days. Sometimes it's longer. And this time it took me a very long time to realize that, hey, I like gifts, but you don't have to buy me a brand new iPhone every time or every week or something. Like, I just want you to, when you go to the gas station and you're thinking about yourself, take a split second to turn it off for just just a little bit and say, hey, I know my life likes chocolate. Let me grab one for her and bring it home. Thanks. It's the small things or picking picking flowers up on the side of the road because, wow, those remind me of my beautiful, adoring wife who's keeping children alive at home. Yes. Yeah. He doesn't do that, but he does just call someone and have them delivered unexpectedly. So I do love that. He knows I like flowers. Flowers are always good. So, so obviously you, you had talked about your, your love languages are different than what your husband's are. Yes. So I believe how- his I believe his well I know his top one is physical touch but I believe his second one was um quality time just like yours. So. Quality time. So how how does quality time fall into your your scale? Third. Third? Okay, so not too far off. Nope. I'm right in the middle, 20%. 20%. Because so how do you how do you guys navigate that? Cuz obviously it would be much easier if you both had the same love languages and just were even keel and, but obviously yeah. that's not the case. Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm conscious of it and he is more conscious of it too. I know it. I sense it about him. He's more intentional to buy me flowers and have them delivered unexpectedly or anything of that sort. But for me, I have, it was even just this past weekend. Not that I don't like going out because going out, is sort of a gift to me. It feels like a small gift. And I feel like that's maybe what he was aiming for, but it's also to him quality time between us. And I don't have a lot of extra time to give out. And so on Saturday, it was just like, I'm stressing. I don't want to, you know, I got things. We have this busy weekend and I don't want to. And it just like, I had to stop and think, no, no, he's actually asking you to spend time with him. That means he wants you to rethink your process and figure it out. And so we went out on a date and we had fun and it was worth it. Every minute of quality time was worth it, but we just have to be intentional. And I, to be intentional, I assume it was probably a conversation at some point in your marriage of like, because I'm sure it wasn't always that obvious that, oh, this is what I like and this is what I don't like. Because you already mentioned that sometimes it takes a while to get there. So how, Mm -hmm. how does that conversation go? Yeah. Um, we actually did this love language, you know, we're very blessed to know the Lord and have always had him front line for our marriage. So this was before we were married that we took this test together. So just like any other person in the whole world, we were young and maybe a little self-centered, both of us. So as you grow, you learn <laughs> that you're not the most important person anymore. At least not, you shouldn't, think that of yourself. If you're getting married, then don't get married. If you still think you're the best and the only person that matters, but no, then definitely don't have kids because <laughs> you definitely will be put in your place by your children. But the conversation, at least Saturday, I came to the conclusion myself by seeing his sad puppy dog eyes when I said, no, I'm, you know, I just, that stresses me. It really wasn't even like, 
harsh words, but I could tell it was, you know, it hit like, oh, that actually hurt him to say no. It, it hurt down in, but you just have to learn your spouse or your partner or whoever. I could probably look at anyone that's close to me and be like, oh yeah, for like, I forgot for a split second, like you actually enjoy me being around you. <laughs> and for me, sometimes quality time just doesn't hit the mark. So I'd rather you just go do something for me when I go upstairs and do something else. <laughs> Here you go. Let me take a nap. You do the dishes and handle the kids. We're good. Yeah. That would really speak major love to me, but it's not always about me. Yeah. And he does do that. He's been so much better lately. I said that like it was really bad. No, no. Obviously you guys are still married. So obviously what you guys are doing is working and you guys are communicating and trying your best. I'm sure I was going to say, I'm sure it's missing the mark and you guys are ever changing. Like you had said, oh. your yours is flipped. I mean, it changes within a day. I, I haven't been single for a long time, but I remember how I was when I was single briefly, you know, or not briefly. I can remember it slightly and gosh, wow. <laughs> I was pretty me, me, me. And that comes out still me, 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 me is all that matters. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard not to, to center focus. But so then there's, there's acts of service and, and, uh, receiving gifts and then physical touch and physical touch doesn't even have to mean, you know, the adult married physical oh, touch, but it's, definitely. you know, just a high five or a hug or, or whatnot, just a, a gentle tap on the shoulder just to acknowledge or whatnot. Yeah. Uh, I think that's where they get me too. is like, you know, the questions are two options when you take your quiz and, you know, one of them usually, if you know the outcome, you know which one is which. But if you really just focus and try to imagine that situation happening, like the one is like holding hands. And to me, that would be more meaningful than for him to, you know, say, I'm proud of you. For him to reach over and like hold my hand, grab my hand and lead me or open open the door and put, put his hand on my back or whatever, that would be more meaningful to me than sometimes even acts of service. Sometimes it just, and I feel it's kind of hard because you got to put yourself in a, in a position or in a situation. Does that make sense? Do you feel that way too? Yeah. It's there's some of them, especially when you're only given two choices, it's this or this it's, it's really hard because sometimes both of them are like big to do's and like, they would mean a lot to me. And then there's some that like neither of these really like um, holding hands in, in public displays of affection or um, receiving a small token from someone who, you know, because they thought of me throughout the day. Like neither of those are my top one, but definitely like, like depend, and it depends on who it is too and what context yeah. you're thinking. You know, if some stranger comes up and puts their arm around me, yeah, not so much. Um, <laughs> or somebody I don't know super well. I, yeah. I've, I've got a very close small but if somebody comes up and gives me something small I'm depending on what it is and who it is it, it's all it's all contextual yeah and the meaning behind it yeah so like yeah I, the quiz is difficult like I remember when I first I took a new job on like three years ago and I made it through my first week and it was like I literally cried my first day after work and I think it was that Friday, somebody came and just dropped off a card and a cake and it was my favorite cake. And I was like, 
I was so caught off guard and it was more the card because, you know, I can get cake anywhere, but it was more just like the, Hey, way to go. You've got through your first week. Congrats. You know, just that like, Oh, somebody thought of me enough that like, Oh, warms my heart. Words of affirmation. So the cake was also good. Don't get me wrong on that. And then that things can be good and not really show love. You can go ahead and sweep the whole floor, your whole vac, your whole house. For you, that might not add up as much as it would add up to me. I mean, you're, yeah. you're you're tacking down the square footage for me, and I'm just like boom, boom, boom. But for you, you're just like come over here and talk to me, sit down. Yeah, or invite me to do it with you. Like let's fold laundry together. Yeah, yeah, true. See, and I I think there's another interesting side that the, the quiz doesn't really go into. How I receive love is very different than how I prefer to give love. Mm. Like for me, quality time is important to me, but I'm also very introverted. I need my own time to kind of recharge or whatnot. So, you know, for me, I love to be able acts of service. What can I do to help you? It also involves my my desire to to be helpful and competent. But is it, what do you think on your side? Do you think how you receive is also how you give or prefer to give? It's my first instinct if that's if that makes sense like i immediately if if someone's having a bad day or whatever i immediately think oh what would what gift would cheer them up oh. <laughs> like what does my mom love i know she likes chocolate cuz she's just like me or right, you know what i mean or how can i get my mom chocolate and i, I just go to them and i'm like wait a second that doesn't <laughs> yeah <laughs> i could call Jeanette cuz Jeanette's the best but well, my, I also live like literally catty corner. So that helps too. That's helped me on it. But my mom doesn't necessarily speak. She, she actually does speak gifts. And I think that's where I get it from, but maybe she didn't, you know, and that doesn't add up for Ben. Like that Ben is a good example. I can, I, we were just, that another good example. We were just talking about Valentine's day and how we never get each other gifts for the, I mean, he does give me a gift, but I never get him a gift because he doesn't like it. He just genuinely does not. If there's zeros. That's his zero. He does not care for me. He actually probably despises it when I get him gifts because to him, there's always just, and for me, there's nothing that you can do wrong if you get chocolate, period. But usually I'm trying to get something like practical for him, you know, and usually I'll pick him up a sweater. I was thinking about getting him a, new, a watch, you know, to be fancy for work because he's, you know, his attire is pretty business attire. And I thought, oh, that'd be really nice. I could get it engraved and that'd be, you know, and he's like, babe, I, I won't probably wear it. And, you know, because I brought it up to him and I won't wear it. And I don't know why you think you need to spend money on me. I don't like spending money on myself. And it's true. Every time he gets himself close, he throws away more than he has already just bought. He just, that's the way he is. He's the exact opposite of me. Just the way it is. Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting to see the, the giving versus receiving. I like to give good gifts. I hate to receive gifts, mainly for the fact I don't like surprises. And I think that's a lot of it. But like my mom, my mom loves to give gifts. So for me, it makes sense because I also know that's her love language. She likes to get gifts. So even something as small as, you know, going up to Dollar General and grabbing, you know, eggs or flour or something, 
and I'll see a magazine. And I'm like, you know, I'll go ahead and keep this, you know? And, and so I'll, I'll just, Hey, I, I saw this magazine and thought of you. And to her, it's just, it's astounding. Like it's, it just speaks to her where for me, it really wasn't that much effort. So it's amazing yeah. just how, how little, if you think about it and tweak yourself just a little bit, you know, maybe it's sitting and holding your husband's hand or sitting close to him at a restaurant or whatever it may be, not even at a restaurant, maybe it's at home, you know, sitting yep. beside each other on the couch. Yep. And even just sitting beside him because we don't do that often. But side note, your mom does give really good gifts. I wore the scarf that she gave me. She get, she gave it to me for Christmas, I believe, when I was dog sitting for you guys. I wore that thing till it unwove itself. It was so soft and so nice. I loved it. She's a really good gift. Right now. She, she really does try. Like there was one year, which I don't know if you can see it. This is a total side note and I know nobody else can see it. But so this up here, there was one year that I didn't know. Like, she's like, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm like, I, I really don't need anything, mom. Like socks, like I'm good with it. Like, I think I was at that practical age. Oh yeah. Before you were an adult and realized like, oh, sweeper, tires, like yeah, house stuff. She, she bought me, um, a telescope. She bought me, um, a, a constellation book. And then she bought me a star named after me. Oh, cool. So I, yeah. Like, and it's one of those, like, I'm going to give you a good gift. Never in my life did I know that I would want a star named after me. But after she gave it to me, I was like, I have a star named after me. Like, how cool is that? And just, just the thought and intention behind her gift that it, you know, I want to get you something special. Like you can get anybody underwear and socks for for, you know, a gift, but like that required some, some effort too. Yes. And that's definitely the language that they use to describe gift giving or receiving gifts. Love language is it's not just, I want something because that's not love. It's the thought behind it. It's the care, the true care behind it. Yeah. So I definitely think it's, it's one of those tools that you can have in, in your arsenal of peopling that can help you grow and just be a better human being in general. Yeah. And I think that they've updated. I don't know if you saw it when you went on the website, but you can pick like what kind of relationship you're taking the quiz for. So spouse or, you know, relate romantic work relation, friend, you know, close friend relation. I think there was a fourth one, but because yes, they do vary. In a, in a sense, you know, to the kind of love that I would want from a work friend wouldn't be physical touch, I wouldn't think, but maybe in a different sense of physical touch and to be able to understand, oh yeah, that's physical touch. Yeah. Yeah. That's physical touch too. Yeah. Like when I have my, my boss come up, like I'm, which is funny now that you're, you're talking about that at work, like at work, I like to try to give out, you know, fist bumps and, and high fives or whatnot to my employees. Just to, just as an encouragement, like, hey, I see you and I acknowledge this. And I try to also, I, I definitely try to speak words of affirmation over it, you know, and quality time. Man, there's so many things. <laughs> You're well-rounded in the work relationships, love languages. I don't give good gifts at work. I, <laughs> we pay people that kind of works, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I think just definitely understanding it and even just a slight understanding of those around you and just looking at them. I don't even think you have to ask them like, Hey, what are your love languages? Cause that can be a bit weird if nobody knows what you're talking about, but I think that can definitely help and propel you to, to be a better friend, to be a better person to be around when you understand 
I think that's kind of the the whole gist of what's going forward too with with some of these ep- episodes. Um, like we've got one coming out on the controversial, but the Enneagram, and just you know, apparently the the Enneagram can be quite controversial. I did not know this. People don't think that it displays people correctly, or what? Um, just more the origins and intentions behind it. Interesting. It can be, it can be witchcraft and and oh. Battery manipulative, but I didn't know that. Can, also, yeah, that's a whole different thing. But yeah, so thinking too hard right there. So you know the whole idea of, of the Enneagram and, and trying to build yourself there. And then there's you know the Myers Briggs and the 16 personalities, and then there's Big Five. There's all sorts of different things that you can do that don't necessarily make you, you know, with your your number one you know, in, in giving gifts and receiving gifts and that sort of stuff. Like that doesn't just define you. You're you're very multifaceted, but it helps to understand you just a little bit better beyond just conversation. So yeah. It gives you the surface level, I feel like. So you yeah. can get in. Yep. And there's always things to learn. Always. If you stop oh. and learn, you're probably dead. <laughs> Spiritually maybe. Well there's that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So I mean Definitely highly recommend if you haven't taken your uh, five love, love languages quiz or know what those are, I would highly recommend you do it, A, to better understand yourself, but B, also to help those around you understand you better. Mm-hmm. And any any final parting wisdom out there, Taylor, for anybody getting to uh, get into either under them, understanding themselves better or understanding uh, you know love languages or anything like that? I don't think, I think we shared a lot, but share with us what you, what your top ones are. I love to hear that. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, reach out on our socials. We're out on, on Facebook and we're on Twitter. Uh, go ahead and you can always shoot us an old snail mail and go at, uh, to an extent at yahoo.com. But yeah, definitely. We, we would love to hear from you. Curious to know what our, our listeners, what their number one is. Take the quiz. Yes. Again, not sponsored, but if anybody's listening that knows it, we would love to partner. <laughs> so I that's that think, website right, by the way. There you did. <laughs> so if uh, if we don't have anything else, I think that that's a wrap for this episode. We will see you next week. Bye.